0: Good morning for Friday, September 13th, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's on the front page this morning. Assad uses arms crisis to his advantage. Boehner seeking to draw President Obama into debt talks. And with a short post, a big splash. Hashtag Twitter IPO. In today's national news, Boardwalk Blaze erases Jersey Shore rebuilding president chooses former aide to be economic advisor, and deadly floods close roads and block towns in Colorado. In this morning's business headlines, two consultants to banking come under scrutiny. After a lengthy struggle, Dell endorses going private, and Clear Channel Warner Music deal reshapes royalties. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written by Robert Worth. Assad uses arms crisis to his advantage. Not long ago, President Bashar al-Assad of Syria seemed a remote and embattled figure, with the United States threatening airstrikes and other Arab leaders denouncing him for having used chemical weapons against his own people. Yet in recent days, he appears, paradoxically, to have turned the crisis to his advantage, making clear to a global television audience that he aims to use President Obama's own red line against him. In exchange for relinquishing his chemical arsenal, Assad said Thursday, he will require that the United States stop arming the Syrian opposition. Assad outlined his demands on Thursday, telling a Russian TV interviewer that the arms control proposal would not be finalized until we see the United States really wants stability in our region and stops threatening, striving to attack, and also ceases arms deliveries to terrorists. Secretary of State John Kerry delivered a blunt response to Assad's comments after meeting Thursday with Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov saying the standard procedures for identifying and securing the weapons were too slow in Syria's case. There's nothing standard about this process, Kerry said. The words of the Syrian regime in our judgment are simply not enough. Assad, sounding relaxed and confident, hinted in his interview that the Russian proposal, which requires Syria to sign the Chemical Weapons Convention, could become a lever for endless negotiations and delays. It doesn't mean that Syria will sign the documents, fulfill the obligations, and that's it, Assad said. The state-owned Syrian newspaper Al Watan put it bluntly in a headline on Thursday. Moscow and Damascus pull the rug out from under the feet of Obama. Assad's comments on Thursday were the latest chapter in a rhetorical offensive by the Syrian president and his surrogates. Assad has granted interviews to American and French reporters in recent weeks, and has brought back the media advisor who had largely disappeared from public view, a Western-educated interpreter named Boutenya Shaban. Shaban is a skilled interlocutor who helped Assad shape his image in the West as a reform-minded leader during the years prior to the uprising. Her re-emergence has signaled a coherent determination to launch a media blitz, said John Snow, an anchor for Britain's Channel 4 News. For the rebels, this is unqualified bad news. It is disappointing, said Najib Gadbian, of the Syrian opposition group. If the regime wants to play with this, it could take months or years. The rebels' foreign backers were also derisive. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the Turkish prime minister, dismissed the Russian proposal, saying that Assad was merely buying time for new massacres.